when you open the door, everyone hears everything. Oh, you're good. Don't worry about it. No, I'm yelling at her. He's <laughs> trying to yell at me. How the chips? Lyle wants to know how the chips. Lyle. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Thank you! <laughs> Did he successfully buy your affection? Yeah. Of course. I know what yep. women want, okay? Yo, I see they you want out ketchup there. Chips. Ketchup potato <laughs> chips. That's it. But he said he knows what women want. Ketchup potato chips. That's true. Only the special ones want that. I guess. Special, alright. Uh-huh. Well, I won't interrupt anymore. Adios. Hi, Arya. Huh? So, uh, so what do we want to start talking about? Just, oh shit, you've been recording. I've been recording. <laughs> oh, like three minutes of recording. Okay, 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 okay. We interrupt this program to bring you a special bulletin. You're listening to BTW. I'm Walk at Dad 17. You're listening to BTW. Good luck and get good. You're listening to BTW. I am Dino. Good luck and get good. You're listening to BTW. And we're going to drop some PvP knowledge. I'm AstroZombie954. And we're going to drop some PvP knowledge. You're listening to BTW. Good luck and get good. You're listening to BTW. And we're going to drop some PvP knowledge on all you suckers. That's a funny part we have in the beginning. Yeah. While telling my wife. Saying how he knows the key to my wife's heart. I, totally... I didn't say the, the key to your wife's heart. I said the key to women's heart. Mm. <laughs> and and what else do, is the key to a woman's heart besides ketchup potato chips? Money. <laughs> <laughs> how uh, <sighs> how did uh, how did your girlfriend like the uh, the prize uh, money that you received? Yeah, to buy her a dress. <laughs> 
<laughs> she was like, oh, you won? Yeah, remember, I let you go to this. <laughs> Basically. Well, my brother, um, my, my, not Blob, but my other brother is getting married um, in May or something. I think it's May, mm-hmm. so... She she said she needed a new dress for the wedding. So right. was it was it an expensive dress? Wasn't that expensive, but I mean like only half your price. Pool. No, it wasn't like that. <laughs> it wasn't like crazy. It was like a regular price. It was actually on sale, but like, I mean, still like anything, you know, whatever. Sure, 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 sure. Yeah. How long, was... how long was the drive for you guys, boys? <laughs> Pretty long. Uh, I got home by the time I walked into my door, got into my bedroom and laid down in bed. It was 6 7 a.m. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Holy shit. What time <laughs> did, did we uh, end up dropping Dino off? Because um, you dropped him off. We, we dropped him off first. Right? Yeah, like probably like 515. Oh, yeah, I got like, to the airport around like 540 or something. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it was, uh, let me tell you, if you ever need people to keep you company when you're driving at night, don't ask a lot of do it. Hey, I was good for like most of the no, drive. But here's, the, okay, you were, you were fine because you even said like, I'm going to close my eyes and go to sleep. Dino sits there. Oh, I can't sleep in the car. I can't sleep. Yeah, that's what yeah. you said. I yeah, can't yeah, yeah. sleep with people, right? So this is I'm in the I'm driving and I'm talking to him and he's like, "Yeah, so why do you think that that card's going to be good?" <laughs> I, yeah, I, like I said, why do you think that card's going to be good? <laughs> <It's> like <laughs> his brain skipped. <laughs> then I was like, "Dude, you just fell asleep." He's like, "How long did I sleep for?" And I'm like, 10 minutes." <laughs> He's like, no, I don't sleep in the car. Oh, he's a liar. I'll he's sleep in the car. I don't mind. Yeah. yeah. So, so you can sleep anywhere, like, I didn't end up getting home until like afternoon. So, like, right. it was almost one o'clock by the time I actually got home. So, um, did how you long sleep did on the plane? Sleep? No, I didn't sleep on the plane. I slept for maybe like three hours, I think. Oh my yeah, god. Yeah, it was like three, three, two, three, two, and three and a half hours. hours. Yeah. Yeah. In the car? Yeah, yeah, in the car. Okay, okay. So if you don't want to hear him snore, we just need to stick him in the back seat of a car. <laughs> <laughs> it like shuts it off. <laughs> the the bump all the all the bumpy ride and everything. It's like a it's a mute button or something. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just Were you sleep. sitting upright? Or when yeah, you're laying down I'll just, in the back seat. I'll sleep sitting upright uh, from now on. Yeah, yeah. That's the trick. That's the trick. It was either that or my pillow. That is a comfy pillow. It, I will say. It is. Yeah. It is. You break out the Tempur-Pedic for the, 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 the champion. That's my... He, he got to use the purple pillow. Yeah. The purple pillow. It was a good one. felt pretty, yeah. pretty soft. Luxurious. It came in a box. In a small little box, and then you open it up, and you like rip the little packaging, and then like, and it comes all out. Yeah, they vacuum seal it or whatever. Yeah, it's uh, have you you never heard of purple? Have you ever heard of purple mattress? I have. No, I don't yeah. think we have that here. Um, it's it's their it's one of their pillows, and it oh, okay. was it was Mrs. Astro's, 
keyword was. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's 50 50 for everything, right? Yeah. That's what that's what marriage is all for about. Real. Damn yep. right. Um, so for everyone listening, if L this sounds really weird today, we're all just out of it. We've had some issues. I'm still working as we're recording. Lyles <laughs> is playing GBL. No, I was I was playing GBL. I'm not playing GBL anymore. Uh, Matthew GBL when we were waiting for everything to get going. So. Matthew's talking through his phone. Hopefully he doesn't fall asleep like I do. No, no, no. I, I, I'm talking through my phone and I'm recording through my computer. So we're 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 trying to mitigate the tech issues from last time. Yeah. Uh, and uh, Dino's, I think, asleep. Yeah, Dino, Dino <laughs> caught it's, some bugs. Yeah, oh, he's uh, he's not feeling well. No, he said he wasn't feeling good today. I was like worried I was getting sick, and like this morning I felt like horrible, but only because I was like kind of tired. And then, like, as the day went along, I was just like, I don't know, I got feeling a little better. So, yeah, about like. 5 45 in the morning like i started to feel real sick and then i went to sleep i woke up and i was fine it's <laughs> a so, miracle that that's that sleep that sleep thing i'm telling you cures sicknesses almost 100 percent of the time yeah i gotta go to work early tomorrow so yeah we're gonna be this is gonna be a short episode Still it's not gonna to be regular on on um on stuff yeah we were we were originally planning on at least last week, uh, had been talking about recording at the uh, Airbnb, and uh, that didn't happen. So, no, we were partying too hard, right? We, we're definitely partying too. Hard. <laughs> <laughs> we got back. We got back. What? Almost like nine. Ordered McDonald's. Played we, some cards. We got back at nine thirty. Yeah. Like, and that was after. Uh, we weren't that far behind you like no you weren't because like we were still ordering like food when you guys got there so yeah Uh, how how long was the the tcg day were we were we going like 12 and a half 13 hours we started at 8 30 i mean we and like i ended (laughs) probably about five i would say i think it was like five five thirty when i finished Actually, yeah, about that. Because you got to think each round is about an hour. It's yeah. 50 minutes a round. Uh, and I made it through eight rounds, I think. Seven or eight. Mm-hmm. Um, no, seven. I made, I made it through seven rounds because I went to. Oh, three. okay. Um, so uh, that's like seven hours there. So it's almost like a work day. <laughs> as soon as you hit your your your, your eight hours, you're like, I'm done. <laughs> like, yeah, clocking out. You went all nine rounds, though, right? I did. Yeah. yeah. So you you Matthew was in there just like smacking people around all day until he finds out that he has to win his last two games. And I look at him and I'm like, you better win. <laughs> and then he. <laughs> Plays and a then Reggie I shit Gigas. The bag, like. <laughs> <laughs> he plays Reggie Gigas and Cloth and just malfunctions and forgets he knows how to play. <laughs> oh my god. It's like I've only seen these decks on the ladder. I didn't know they actually existed. Dude, that was I'm I'm sitting there going like, okay, he flips over the Arceus, and I'm like, 
okay, like, you know, I'm thinking maybe this is like the Reggie Drago Arceus that, that I've been seeing. And when he started throwing down Reggie Gigas, I'm like, hold up. Excuse me? Like, <laughs> <laughs> trying to trying to read the cards and, it's you know, my opponent's telling me to hurry up. And I'm like, I've never seen these before in my life. I need to. Yeah, I'm like, I'm, I'm not sorry, trying to only slow saw... play. I'm, I'm trying to I... just figure out what it does. I've only seen this on the casual ladder. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Uh, I mean, there might have been a reason that uh, that was your opponent, if you know what I'm saying. Oh, yeah. I know what you're well, saying. They yeah, went beat, too. I think they ended up finishing, like, fifth or sixth. Really? Right? In the tournament? Uh, no, they, they definitely went day two. I'm not entirely was, sure. Uh, I saw, like, in what Limitless posted it, like, the, like, top like i think it's probably just day two people there was a couple arceus like those arceus regigigas decks yeah that were there so i don't know if one of them I, was i'll that. look up my opponent but i i don't believe he uh top i know he top cut but he didn't go that deep yeah so uh for those of you who don't know what's going on or what we're talking about uh charlotte regionals was this past weekend um, yeah myself Matthew, Dino, uh, our champion, Lyle's Jeff, Lyle Jeffs, the third. Yeah, Lyle's, Lyle, whatever you want to call me, yeah, doesn't matter. Bald and beautiful, bald, beautiful, famous champion. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah we were all there. Dino, um, E110, Rogue, Rogue. Kyle Throws. Rogue, we converted. We did. I made I made another convert. Yo, Kyle throws. Any time I get to hang out with Kyle throws, is a good time. Yep. It yeah. was nice meeting Rogue King and uh, E110. Yep. Like I I talked a lot to E110 over uh, Discord like over the years. Mm-hmm. It was my first time actually meeting him. So um, nice to meet those guys. Um, one of the best yeah. accents. One of the best Southern accents you've ever heard. It's got like that smooth buttery voice. Yeah, I start talking with an accent sometimes. <laughs> like I can't catch myself like breaking off a little bit of slang, you know. Um, yeah, we're gonna go down on those streets over there. And you're like, you're like, what the hell's happened to Lyle? Why is he talking like that now? Like, yeah, I've been running in them and things. Yeah, I feel like I'm from King of the Hill. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, it was, uh, it was fun. Um, so let's, let's do this since there's not really a structure. I want to go through everybody's like, like reactions to regional. Um, so we're going to start with Matthew because this is Matthew's been to the least regionals. This is the first regional, right? For, for TCG. For TCG. TCG, yeah. Yeah. And then your second overall, right? Yes. You did Orlando last season for go. And mm-hmm. then this is your first, second regional, first one for as a TCG player. Yep. Yep. Okay. Uh, so, how was it? What like what what were your takeaways? What were things like you think you're going to do differently going to Knoxville next week? Um, outside of like cards and decks and stuff like that, but just like mental preparation, like things oh. you're going to bring, you know, stuff like that. So I'm I'm thankful that I. Mm-hmm played as much like like in person 
as mm-hmm. I could before the regional. Um, because that definitely made me comfortable just like with the mechanics of the game and then like just really knowing my deck. Um, the one thing I was not prepared for though was the speed at which people expect you to play because the downside of like challenges and cups or like any uh, in person uh, league that you can go to they play best of one and it's typically like 30 minutes and Mm -hmm. this is best of three and you have 50 minutes to cram sometimes three games and there is definitely moments where i'm like fuck i really wish that i like moved a little faster like game one or two and i mean it definitely made me learn trial by fire like to sort of speed stuff up but to be honest like it's kind of hard sometimes when like you're trying to think out of bad situations and you're taking a little more time and some of those decks have like like the tina and the gardevoir and shit like they have so many actions they're performing like yeah that stuff takes time too right like yeah Yeah. because you Um, realize when you're playing live how much it automates for you like it automates mm-hmm. every exactly. shuffle that like you the do. The shuffling and you know, like the whatever, all that stuff. Yep. And then I've... it's like you have a card in your hand. And you're like, man, do I really want to play the search card right now? No. And then like you, you know, draw something. You you do like a, um, use radiant greninja and you draw into two. And now you're like, oh man, now I have the ball search. And it's like I just shuffled my deck. Like I just did this like two minutes ago. Yeah, like the amount of times that people were like, oh, sorry, dude, like I'm going right back in. And yeah. I'm just like, I'm laughing. I'm like, dude, I get it, man. I'm going to do the exact same thing. <laughs> like, yeah, you lose track of sequencing sometimes. Uh, the one thing that I was not prepared for, and I'm curious if Knoxville is going to be similar, is the sometimes like you have very little time in between rounds and you are going for... 12 hours with no break really and i was not prepared for that like we we talked about it on the show and it's like different to to talk about preparing for it than actually like being in it and being like wow that was not what i thought it was going to be like yeah is uh, uh is i think that's an... going to be similar uh i think it's an overload thing okay. uh that they don't do lunch breaks. Um, I haven't done a uh, day two event. Um, well, did you go to any day two events last year? Or were all yours overload? Um, I don't know. Probably. I mean, last year I only did Orlando and um, Toronto, Toronto and uh, Fort Wayne, I think was probably also overload but I'm not sure. Did you have a lunch break at any of them? Oh, they don't give lunch breaks for Go. They never give lunch breaks for Go. Just because of the the way that it's structured, you kind of naturally have a break? they do it at day two, but I also did a regional in in Vancouver the first season, and that was with, I guess, Gallery. They do those ones usually. Mm -hmm. And, like, I don't – I don't. we didn't have a lunch break either there. Yeah. So – I think I heard – like one of the podcasts talking about day two that they do lunch breaks. They're like one of the only like event 
like companies that do it mm-hmm. and yeah. they it doesn't really add much time to the day and they were like i don't understand why overload and the other ones don't do it because it really doesn't add more than 30 minutes an extra 30 minutes to it right I mean, Which, the day's so long anyways you want to make sure people are like in a good spot you don't want them like neglecting themselves right like that type yeah. of thing so like i was lucky the only time i got to eat was when i had uh like donked somebody pretty early and i had about 20 minutes left which i say pretty early but like when you're playing pretty much like 45 like to the 45 minute mark sometimes like you don't have a lot of time so like having 20 minutes i had just enough time to like run like i grabbed dino and like got like a sandwich but it wasn't really enough i felt to like sustain me throughout the day and the one thing that i would prepare for differently for knoxville is making sure that like uh i get to the venue day of tournament much earlier than we did just in case there's like that big of a line to get in like that line was ridiculous trying to get in to charlotte Mm -hmm. um but like we had the best intentions we're like okay we're even showing up early and we're like we'll grab some coffee while we're there we'll get like our little snacks and then you find out like you have to wait in this giant line and oh by the way tournament's starting in 25 minutes you're like fuck yeah Yeah, i'm assuming lots of people like were like running behind right like yeah, I think they give like a five minute ex- five minute extension round one because I know when I sat down, like as soon as like my like phone loaded, told me what table I was at, I found the table that I was at. That was the hard part. <laughs> yeah, because the the numbers like it it snakes, and then until you like figure out how the numbering goes, like it's it's really annoying. Like instead yeah. of just going like from front to back, and then like it it just it's weird. <laughs> but um. Yeah, by the time I, like, sat down, found my table, sat down, like, as I'm, like, pulling out my playmat, like, they come over the the thing and they're like, hey, we're going to give everybody, like, another five minutes because of the, the issues getting inside the building. Mm-hmm. But, like, they were like, round is about to start. And I'm like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. But uh, what, uh, so we, we, uh, we had our like long day but what was the what was the go situation like in terms of how the tournament was structured um like what do you mean um so like go has like our our 50 minute rounds and we it's something that's like regular like we know coming up we are playing and setting down what was the bracketing system or the order of play like for the go section um well Actually, it was kind of a strange tournament because uh, um, because we got a hundred. I think it was one hundred thirty-six total people. So they yeah. they expanded to eight groups. But since they didn't have like enough people to actually fill eight groups, um, like fully, right? So actually, round one only had like four people, four matches, I think, in total over all eight groups. Hmm. Because, like, and some of them were just buys. So, like, that's the way they had it set up because some, some people didn't show up, I guess. So, like, when we got there, they did the player meeting. But, like, I don't think my first match was till, like, um, 10, 15 or something. 
Oh, wow. So you're, so, like, waiting, like, an hour or something? Well, because technically my first round was round two. Oh, so okay. They did round one for, like, all the groups, which is only, like, four or five matchups. Some groups I don't even think had a round one matchup. And then, I mean, and then they started in round two. So, like, technically I started right in round two. And then, um, like, it started from there. And, like, I went to sit down on my table and they're, like, oh, I'm looking for this person I've never heard of before. And they come over and they're like, oh, by the way, you're going on stream. I'm like, okay. <laughs> First match of the day on stream. I mean, like, I'm thinking like, well, whatever. Like, I don't really care either way. Like, I've been on stream enough times. Like, it's not really that big of a deal. But uh, I didn't, I never, met, like, um, met this person before. Like, I never heard of them. But um, they turned out to be pretty decent. And, I mean, those are some pretty entertaining battles for the for the first stream of the day, that's for damn sure. So yeah, have you yeah. been uh, have you been going through already and clipping the? Uh... I did a recap stream last night, so um, I kind of went over everything on Twitch. Okay, but uh, on uh, that would have been Tuesday or oh, Monday night. Okay, last night. Um, yeah, yeah, last night. Monday night. I just want to say the the date or the. It was Monday the twenty second, just so because last night doesn't mean anything on a podcast, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I did that and I went over it and let's just say that I almost got my ass cooked in the second round. So my first Really? Battle, yeah. Like it was it was razor thin. Like I had to pull pull it out of, like a rabbit out of my ass to, <laughs> to get that win. Like I felt like a I didn't feel bad, but like I'm like, dude, this guy's gotta be like thinking like my first regional like i had him like cooked on stage and like he, he you know i just like caught a it, leaf blade on yeah my, there was like something because i remember watching him i was like how did he win this i had to catch a leaf blade on my lick tongue that and like and that allowed me to win the second game and then the third game i kind of like rps him so I what mean, was the leaf blade lorantis yeah well, it was a leafage lorantis holy which, crap Dude, like, I don't even know. Like, I, I roughly know the counts to Fury Cutter. It's, like, nine turns to a Leaf Blade, I think. Something like that. Um, but, like, um, for, like, Leafage, I was like, what the fuck? Like, how quick does it get to a Leaf Blade? Like, I have no idea. I yeah. didn't I didn't know. And I'm kind of, like, a little weak to Lorantis. So, I mean, I realized in the first battle that it was five to Leaf Blade. And I was able to like, you know, sniff that out as as you can say, and that was what allowed me to catch in the in the second battle. So then the third battle, I finally got a little bit of good alignment against him. Yeah. Did you figure like those counts out because he threw you back to back leaf blades? Yeah. Oh, okay. All he right. he built a ten, and I thought I was shielding a superpower, but he threw a leaf blade. And then he threw another leaf blade right away after that. So at that point, I knew it's it's going to be five to leaf blade. It must be six to superpower because mm-hmm. superpower is, I think, 40 energy. So it's 40 or 45. I think it's 40. Um, so, I mean, yeah, that's that's when I figured that out. So very tight. I mean, I didn't want to lose in the in my first round, my first battle, right? Of course yeah, not. You I'm, have a reputation to maintain, right? I mean, I mean, if I'm, I'm traveling all this way, like I want to get points. Yeah. Like I really just want to get points. Like I didn't go into the weekend like think like my goal is never like 
win a regional, my goal is get points because that's the main goal, right? Like the main goal is to win worlds, right? So you you need to get points to qualify for worlds. And if I'm taking all this time and money to go to regional, like I should at least get something from it, right? 100%. I think that was just like, like halfway through the first battle, I was just like telling myself, like, I am not fucking losing this. Like I am, there's no way. I'm not letting it happen. So, um, what uh, what kinds of things did you uh like take note of like going into your your other rounds? Was there anything like was that sort of like your like sort of like gut check moment? You're like, no, like I'm here. We're doing this. My thing. second round was like super close to, um, and he he uh he actually had a, a bit of lag in the third game, so. Uh, he was granted a rematch, so we actually played four games. And the first game, actually, like I had the win, but I died to the bubble. So I like I had back-to-back body slams on my Vigoroth, and then I, I got KO'd by the bubble, and the, we timed out. So like that was those were really long battles because we ended up playing four battles, and we timed out in the first one, and we had a dispute. So Jeez. that was like my third round, and then though like the. Th- the final battle was like super crazy. Um, like if that was streamed too, that would have been insane, but I was able to pull that out. And then after that, it kind of like got a little bit easier. I don't, I don't know what to say. Like, I guess I was just like happy that I got points and I was just like feeling a little more confident and maybe the teams were a little more team comps became a little more easy for me, sort of not easy, but like more, a little more comfortable so like what you're more like what you're used to seeing well they i mean the my second round opponent had a cresselia which is like kind of annoying for me because my i really only have like like i kind of want to bring glygar and they kept bringing azu and they kept lining their azu up on my glygar so it was like really annoying um and then they kept getting my look at they kept like they just were in like a sort of like a advantageous positions so um yeah but we were able to work around it um and then after that i think it was a little not easier but i was feeling a little more comfortable i guess and like um settled in so what kind of preparation did you do leading up to this regional oh i've been running this team for like almost a month yeah like i've been doing every btw practice tournament like i use this team um if people want to scrim with me for whatever reason i've been using this team i did a low i did a cup i did a challenge um i did the challenge on friday at the venue using the exact same team and um i don't know i just been playing with this team so much that uh I, I was just like super comfortable using it. So that's why I didn't want to change anything despite Annihilate. Morgan <laughs> Mac gave me some really good advice. He, like he said, um, he basically told me like, I think you're the best player there. So you're going to play your best if you're using a team you're familiar with and comfortable with. So I took his advice. Do you think Annihilate's uh, like through sort of a wrench in a lot of people's teams that they could have done better? 
had they not chosen it just because it's it was so new and not tested yeah because i was actually so at the cup or at the challenge friday um i ran the same team and i was chatting with abanov because like i battled abanov i battled like nighttime clasher at the cup like a bunch of other people um and and um he we were talking about it because he had switched vigoroth for skarmory and um like he was thinking that Skarmory was going to be really good this weekend. And I was like, maybe I was coping. I don't know what it was, but I was thinking like that people would be scared to run any, any other fighters other than Annihilate because mm-hmm. of the pressure of it. And that um, I also was thinking that if I don't want to use Annihilate because I'm not comfortable with it yet because it's so new, maybe a lot of other people would be feeling the same way. So like, I was just thinking like, it's, I, it's unlikely that it's like a hundred percent usage. Right. Right. So <laughs> I'll just like take my chances. If they don't have an annihilate, maybe their team will be sort of soft to figure out because they won't want to run any other counter users. And like, I never faced one vigor the whole tournament. I never faced um, a single meta champ. I faced one Polyrath, and that was in the winners' finals and the grand finals. And I faced two Annihilate. Um, one was the fr- one was Poppin' Bubbles, my first round opponent. <laughs> he had an <laughs> Annihilate too. <laughs> and then the other one was uh, Tommy W. That was the winners' um, semifinals. He also had an Annihilate. Okay. So, okay. Yeah. So. From my understanding, um, you made this team, and then uh, the guy who won uh, Portland or whatever copied you. No, 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 that's okay. not what happened. No. I'd say we both made the <laughs> we both we both made this team at the same time. And let me get let me just say something right here. It's not the most creative team, okay? Like, I mean, if you look at the usage, it's literally like the five top used Pokemon. So yeah. It's basically like BBML team, but um, like I first saw Wadaj using a variation of this team in San Antonio, and Elite was telling me that he really liked this team. But then um, I was discussing with Mormon Matt, and he was basically telling me he thinks Defense Deoxys sucks, and no one should use that garbage Pokemon. So we were trying to come up with a solution, Um and we, I determined that like you might as well just put Wishcash on the team because it's the best Pokemon in the meta. So that's basically how it came about. And um, Abanov basically said the same thing after winning Portland. Like that was how he came up with the team too. So, um, but I hear I hear that there's like timestamps or like something. Uh, that, that well, I, made, I made a Twitter I made a Twitter post. But I mean, I don't mind. Like, I just don't want people to think like I'm like, like I I always pride myself in being like um, like a little bit doing my own thing, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but I do run some, you know, BVML as they say. Uh-huh. Um, I mean. They're good for a reason, right? Yeah, so, it, it but it works, <laughs> right? It's like saying it's like saying, uh, "Oh, you won the regional, but you ran Charizard." It's like, well, no shit. It's like one of the, <laughs> it's one of the best decks in the meta. Like, of course you want, you know? Yeah. Like, I don't know. So, 
Um, I mean, no, there's no no controversy, but uh, it's just it's just funny to me. Like, um, so like every time I got asked over the weekend, I was always like, well, you know, I've been using this team for a few weeks now, and uh, I mean, it just happens yeah. to be the same team. But, um, and it, like I said, initially, I guess you could call it the the sort of Wadage team ish. Okay. Uh, so. I'm glad Matthew brought that up because one of my questions was is because TCG's kind of in the same boat as Go right now, uh, mm-hmm. where it's now back. Well, was it back to back for Go? The same team won back to back. Yep, same yep. team, back to back regionals, different trainers. Yep, uh, and over in the TCG side, uh, Lost Box Giratina has won the past two. Um, mm-hmm. It's won the past two and been in the finals the past three. Um, right, but so was it, go, was it the same deck list, or was there, was there like was slight modification? There's not a lot of room to change things. Okay. It's pretty straightforward. I see. Um, but going into Knoxville, like I'm assuming that I don't think the same team's gonna win again. I, I will call it right now. I don't think the same team's gonna win because people will now have two weeks to actually adjust for Annihilate being in the meta. Mm-hmm. And I think you might see a, a slight uptick in like Polyrath usage again, because um, like for me, no, facing no Polyraths was like amazing. Right. It was like it was one of the more like annoying Pokemon for my team because I had like Wishcash, Vigoroth and Lickitung and like they all kind of lose to Polyrath. And that's where I get a lot of my neutral play. So I have to rely. I have to like rely on like bringing Azu, Chargebug, Gligar um, into Polyrath teams, right? So yeah. So do you think that there's going to be? I mean, gen- generally, like like in TCG, like next week, I don't expect. I expect Garatina to be the number one deck. Um, yeah. I mean, it's but a good deck, right? the yeah, but the conversion rate going into day two will probably drop. Well, it'll probably still be number one, but it'll go from let's say like twenty percent down to like fifteen percent, just because a lar- such a large chunk of the people playing that don't know how to play it, but they're just playing it because that's what won the past two months or the past two regionals. Yeah. How much of is there things like that in Go? Like, do you expect to see? A lot of Lickitung, Vigoroth, uh, Wishcash core? Well, let's see. Um, there is a regional this weekend, upcoming weekend, in... Um, I can't remember the name right now. I'll have to look is it, it up. Is it Liverpool? Oh, it's yeah, you're right. It's Liverpool regional um, this weekend in Europe. I mean, Europe mm-hmm. usually has a... Typically has a bit of a different meta. But I was... I've been discussing some things with some of the Europeans. Um, have reached out to me. Uh, we've just been, I've just been talking about um, some team comps and stuff. Um, so I think, I think it won't be that different, but I mean, if you look at the usage data, like, and based on my experience, I felt like, I felt like um, Skarmory, Wishcash, uh, Gligar was like almost every team that I faced had those three Pokemon on them. Um, that last weekend and like oh at least a lot of them did um or at least two of them if not all three so um 
Yeah, I don't know about Vigoroth. It depends depends on how people predict the meta, but I mean, maybe people will be like, well, damn, Vigoroth ain't going to let that thing win another regional, so, you know, <laughs> we're going to bring the Annihilate out. Because um, yeah. it definitely is scary, man. Like, I, like, I think I was chatting with Elam, and he was like, and Elam was telling me, like, I don't think he has the, the balls to bring Annihilate again. That's what Elam was telling me. And I'm thinking to myself, I don't fucking know about that. And then game one, I lead charge bug and annihilate. I'm like, well, I'm glad that I went with my own gut instead of like taking somebody else's advice because uh, I ain't about to get RPS out of the out of the regionals here. Yeah. Um, I mean, the, he was bringing the Lickitung every game, which is fine. I mean, he knows that it's that that ape is like insane pressure, right? So, mm-hmm. um, it's like the Trev. Trev knocked owl shit, right? Right. It's like if you get it on that Pokemon, you just lose the battle. Yeah. But Knockdown was on every team. And, and Trev was on a lot of teams too. So Yeah. Um, we'll have to see how it how it does shape up. But yeah. Are you going to be making any adjustments? Or are you gonna be playing a little looser than because you've got your invite already? um yeah just from points and then you got your invite from winning i know you're going for your travel stipend um but i'm still trying to get points obviously for the travel stipend and of course like if you do well in the tournaments you do get money like cash so it's in my opinion there's an incentive to like perform well because it helps you know with day-to-day living Um, with the amount of people that were at this regional did the placement of receiving prize money go up no the prize money doesn't change it's um only the only the top the placement eight. right like the top cut bubble for it no the prize so if you look at the pricing um for for cash it's seventh and better um get so it's like seventh place which is really seventh and eighth i think they're tied. Oh, okay. You tie for seventh. No one gets eighth place. If you tie for seventh and you tie for fifth, um, and then there's four, three, two, one. That's that's typically how it works in Go. At least I'm not sure about um, um, in the other like TCG um, or VGC. Yeah, uh, I know that that for TCG it's kind of the same way, right? Like the more people yeah. join, the the more spots get prize money but top cut it's not like top prize gets more it's always sort of so, the same yeah. by more it's people, just the kickers come in the kickers come right in. Yeah, the kickers that's the come word for that points, i was looking for, for points yeah. so um i hope i think we did make the kicker i'm not 100 sure but there was a, there ended up being 136 people registered okay so um the kicker of 128 so that would mean that um Eight people could have no showed, which I think they made the kicker. I'm like almost certain they did. Um, yeah, there was a lot, a lot of people because when I came over there after round one um, to meet you guys, like there was a lot of people standing around and the tables were filled. Let me just check here. Um, five no shows. Five. So you made it. So we made the kicker. That's awesome. One thirty-six. 
That means there was officially 131 people that participated in the tournament um, based on based on this. Um, so that means that the top 64 people got 50 points. That would have been so nice in Toronto because in Toronto I actually finished um, 33rd or yeah 33rd mm-hmm. place. Um, which means I like I just needed one more round win to get 60 points, but since we we didn't meet, we only had 119 people registered in Toronto, um, I didn't get any championship points, and like 50 points would have been definitely very nice. Um, it didn't feel quite as bad since I didn't really have to travel for that regional. It was like a local regional, mm-hmm. but um, it still did feel bad because I was like very close to winning a couple of those games. So. Um, but yeah, so the top 64 will get 50 points, and then um, f- which is really nice. And then as for prizing, um, the top um, tied for ninth will get you booster packs. We'll get you nine booster packs. Mm-hmm. And then once you start getting seventh or higher, you start making money. So seventh, tied for seventh place, which will be two people, will get $750 and 18 booster packs. So, And then it just kind of snowballs from there oh that's cool so everyone listening make sure these regionals get up to 100 and what is it 128 yeah i mean why not then it just helps everyone get points and like um i mean it's more fun too right like i mean instead of finishing at like um you know 3 30 4 o'clock we get to stay till six o'clock like no big deal right yeah yeah so um like now that this is like what the second full season for Go, second full season, yep, yep. Um, and the Go players are now more around the regionals, and I'm sure like a lot of them have friends that play TCG or something like that. Like <clears throat> a lot of the things that happen in the other games start to like leak over. Like certain things mesh between you know all the games. Um, one thing I know that goes on in um the tcg and i think it happens in sometimes in vgc mm-hmm. is um like an intentional drop of a round like basically like okay we're just gonna tie this is there anything like that in the go scene in the regional or no because it's a double elimination i mean if you lose you you're out i mean it's not good i mean i did hear that onion frank really wanted to get his match his losers match over with so he convinced them to take it off stream and move it to the floor so that they could do the match earlier because he really wanted to leave the venue on day one gotcha Um, and he ended up losing (laughs) i mean i don't know if that's i mean it worked out poorly for him yeah um but uh or was that day two that might have been day two i think it was day two yeah anyways so like that's the only thing i've heard of of like of like a weird thing where the competitors try to move some stuff around, but like mm-hmm. typically, like I don't think there's really anything. Like you just try to win, and that's pretty much it, right? Like, yeah, uh, you do so, not want to lose and go. Like, so you what you're saying is, is if it was the if it was the grand finals and it was you and Dino, you'd still try and kick his ass. Like you'd still try. Like Easy. you're not gonna throw for him. No, I would never do that. <laughs> <laughs> I was 6-0 him too, no problem. 
<laughs> Send his ass back to the losers bracket. Yeah, I'll let him know. Hey, bro, I'm I'm just better than you. I'm built different, you know. Yeah, what can I yeah, say? Yeah. <laughs> you got a lot to learn, little kid. Um. So do you like? I've heard some rumors of go like moving over to how like VGC and TCG do their days with rounds. Um, yeah, I don't think it's anytime in. soon, but uh, I think it's mainly just network and phone capacities right now. Like they don't have, like, if you think about it, like they would, that would require them to have everybody playing at the same time. Right. Mm-hmm. And they're, they're already staggering it by groups. Like I think they had like three separate shifts so like they would need like they would need to like triple their almost like triple what they have their footprint Mm -hmm. or whatever and they would also need more judges right because we all know the game's working amazing so there's not going to be you know exponentially more disputes if there's games occurring at the same time right yeah i mean i don't necessarily hate double elimination um I think there is definitely pros and cons to it, like, but it definitely really puts a lot of pressure on you not to lose. Like, um, like I said, like every time you win, you're just feeling like really freaking good. Like you just like dodged a bullet. Like no, no offense. Yeah. And like, cause like TCG, it's like, oh, you get a couple wins, you lose one, you're like, oh, tough matchup for me, no big deal, right? Like I'll just pick up on the next one. Hopefully, I get a better draw yeah. of who I'm facing, right? And go, it's like, well. Now I'm now I just have to win. Like if you lose, like resetting the bracket in the winners' final is also like very difficult. Like you have to not only do you have to do extra battles to make it to the grand finals if you do go that way, you also have to win twice in the grand finals. Yeah. And that's that's the part I think is the craziest for me is you're going through already such a mentally draining day. To have to play, like, I felt so bad for you playing with Dodge in Pittsburgh. Because I could tell you were exhausted. And then, like, having to do three and then, like, have that excitement of, like, winning and then having to redo it again. Like. Yeah, like, like, he, like, he reverse swept me in the winner's finals. I almost got reverse swept by pocket in the loser's finals in in mm -hmm. Pittsburgh. Then. Wadaj was up 2-0 against me in the grand finals, and I literally like tied the the series at two, but then I got like some lag and I wasn't able to like win that game. So they granted me a rematch. But at that point, I just felt like uh, like I was like content with second place at that point because like the amount of effort that I would like and like that would require me from like winning two more games. And then winning three more games after that just felt almost impossible. Like I know how Kayshawn was feeling, basically. Yeah. It's like after like, it's like I I three zero Kayshawn, and then he gets into the first one, and I like RPS him basically, and and then in the second game I like I think I I don't know if I RPS him or what the second game was, but like basically like pretty, at that point he's thinking RPS. like. Oh, the second game was actually not a, that RPS. Now that I'm thinking about it, but um, 
he's thinking like, what can I do? Like, there's nothing I can do. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com/people today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com/weightloss. That's plushcare.com/weightloss. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com/acast and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com/acast. Yeah. So, I feel um, that there was one thing, and you correct me if I'm wrong, if I heard this wrong, um, but there was apparently a match that had some type of lag issue or something, and instead of doing a replay, when the judges went back and looked at it, they gave the person the win that had the lag because they saw that it would actually make no. them win, or they was can't it something do that. like that? There's no such thing as deaf, and deaf wins in pokemon go so the only way someone would get a win if they lost the game is if the opponent gave them the win well no there was a there was lag so they had to replay it like review it to make sure and if it was going to be a rematch or well, not. they can't they can't overturn it's the same thing with sylph was they don't overturn the game match result regardless of lag or not so like okay. if if pers- if I want to match and there was lag, the best they can do for my opponent is offer them a rematch based on the judge's ruling. Okay. And that's so just then- the way it is unfortunately. And like I know there's like some supposed to be some like you know people think like you're supposed to have some like honorary code that like if the game doesn't function correctly, you know, you're supposed to gift your opponent a win in that situation like if it's a if it's a clear-cut like end game scenario but like i would also play devil's advocate and say like are you 100 percent sure your opponent would do the same thing for you if the yeah. if it was reversed and like there's a lot of money on the line and championship points on the line like it's not your fault that the game's not working properly right so like i don't blame people for taking any advantage they get whether that be due to the game error or game state or not so i mean sure. ideally you would want them to like be the bigger person and like 
you know, concede the battle that they quote unquote lost. But it's it's really you can't really like I think hold it against them yeah. if they if they don't concede, right? So we learned that the hard way this weekend, didn't we, Matthew? <laughs> yes, we did. Damn. Be a nice to that guy in the challenge on Friday, then you're you're Maridon <laughs> guy. Some crazy stuff. Um I was thinking yeah, about that yeah. today. I was like I I I don't want to ever be in a position where stuff just starts snowballing like like that. Yeah. Like I mean, you're the thing you got to remember is listen, this is a competitive scenario, right? I mean, is it always going to be like you know, clean and like perfect no sometimes you know you gotta like use any advantage you can right yeah i mean you think your favorite professional sports team cares if they play a little bit outside the quote-unquote like rules to like get a leg up on the opponent no they don't give a shit they just want to win the game that's it and like not saying you're going to do anything nefarious or like on purpose right but if that's the rules that's the rules right yeah well like in my case it was um he had it was um was it ente yeah it was was ente went to draw cards with burning rondo but burning rondo is an attack is the attack and i could have and he drew the card and saw the card. The judge could have said, like, oh, just put the card back on top and shuffle. Or, But technically, in a tournament situation, that's a prize card penalty. Um, and instead of me calling for a judge, I was just like, oh, you mean fleet-footed? And he's like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And that... Okay, go ahead. That scenario, he drew into hmm. a card that he would have never, he wouldn't have gotten that turn to knock out the Pokemon, my active Pokemon. So him drawing, me letting him draw that card that he should have never draw, drawn that turn ended up costing me the game in the long run. Yeah. Like, I would say personally that, like, Depending on the scenario, I would be a little more lenient with my opponent. Like, not not to like, not to like, you know, mm-hmm. say anything. But like, it, it was just a Friday challenge, right? Like, if that was the official regional, hell no, hell yeah. no, bro. The judge is coming over. This shit's getting sorted out ASAP. <laughs> okay? But yeah. like, if it's I'm just at my local like whatever, and buddy like accidentally says the wrong thing, like. I might I might give him a pass if he's a nice guy just because like it's an honest mistake. He's not trying to be like do anything, you know, nefarious or whatever. Um like I've had situations at locals where there's been some game state issues and I have agreed to grant my opponent a rematch that they might not have got if they um that they asked the judge to come look at. So gotcha. And that's just because it's it's a more of a local thing and it's not quite as high stakes, you know? So Yeah. 
I'm in, I'm in the same boat as you, and that was something that I took away as like a mental note from the the tournament was when like I'm in my round, there is absolutely no margin. Like I am not expecting my opponent to have any sort of sympathy for me making a mistake, so I shouldn't have any sympathy for them making a mistake. Like that, this is a competition with thousands of dollars on the line. And if you're sitting across from me and like you don't let me cut your deck when you're supposed to, like I'm going to call a judge. Bet your ass I'm calling the judge. Yeah. And yeah, of course. I mean, even, rules are the even rules. if it even if both you and I know it was an honest, honest mistake, unfortunately at this stage mistakes have consequences versus if it was like my local challenge where mm-hmm. it isn't like at a re- like i'm not packed in you know with thousands of people in a in a giant room yeah. and playing for seven hours straight no you like, gotta take any you gotta take any advantages your opponent gives you I, sure. i'm not kidding like and that might be the fact that they like you know and go maybe they don't wait their switch clock or they do something. It could be something they're phys- actually doing, or it could be something like literally like related to whatever. Like sometimes you just got to capitalize. Like if they give you an inch, you got to kind of, um, you know, take that because yeah. again, you don't know if that was reverse situation, they probably would call the judge over. Right. Oh, and I, and yeah. I would expect them to. Yeah. Um, but- like it's funny because um i was on x whatever twitter um and there was a competitor um i don't remember their name and even if i did i don't i don't think i would share it uh that posted a scenario that happened to them i believe in a later round like a late late round or day two uh where if he tied or won like he made like he either you know made it to the you know made it through to top cut or day two um but if he lost it would knock him out of contention and he asked his player to id um and the player proceeded uh the player that he you know his opponent proceeded to walk over to the judge and say hey he just asked me to id and tie and he ended up getting a disqualification for it. Um, so, yes, that stuff happens. And you'll hear even announcers talk about it. But technically, as far as, like, the rules go, like, that is not legal. Mm-hmm. And you're well within your rights to call your opponent on anything that you think is not within the rules, right? Right. So- but the thing that was funny about it to me was is he's calling this guy out on Twitter for following the rules. Yeah. <laughs> well, some people don't like – some people, like I said, some people take it really seriously and they will try to get any advantage they possibly can. And, like, you got to protect yourself too as a competitor and make sure that you're following the rules because you don't know who you're sitting across from – you might get a little sloppy in some of your whatever, you know, 
your motions when you're playing in your locals, but uh, these people are there to win a regional. And as we've already stated, there's real prizes on the line. So this is yeah. not some like 50 point cup down at the, you know, Joe Blow's TCG store. This yeah. is like, the, I'm looking right here at the TCG prize for Masters. It's 108 booster packs and $10,000 for first place. So, I mean, if my opponent did something that I thought wasn't within the rules, I would definitely say something because I want the best shot at possible winning the $10,000. Yeah. I'm just like, I'm sitting there and like, I read that and I'm like, first, like kind of shocked that this guy's like, kind of like trying to, you know, come at him about basically following the rules. But at Mm -hmm. the same time, I'm like, that guy had balls because I don't know about you, but I saw a lot of the people that I played walking around throughout the tournament. Like it wasn't like, you know, it was like Disney world where you see them, you know, one (laughs) minute and you won't see them again for, it may happen, but it's not, it's a confined area with a lot of people. Yeah. Yeah. I would just be like worried. Like if I was that guy, I was just like, I would have been like, Oh man, I'm going to get nerd jumped in like the bathroom. (laughs) (laughs) For the player's code of ID. (laughs) You broke the player's code or something like that. Um, you know, I guess it's like, uh, when you're in school, they tell you like, it's, uh, it's harder to tell on your friend than it is to yeah. like assist them or something like that. So I did make a blunder that Astro did point out after the fact, but I didn't know that this like ID like the agreement is illegal. Yes. And it's not that I'm the one that made the agreement, but when I sat down, I believe for like round six, Mm-hmm. Um, my entire section, as every single one of them was making a, like saying the words like gentlemen's agreement. Gentlemen's agreement. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, okay. Like, you know, and so my opponent looks at me and just asks gentlemen's agreement. And I'm like, huh? <laughs> like, what are we, what are we talking about? And the logic made sense. So mm-hmm. because everyone else around me is like not even it's not even a thing like they're just like oh yeah yeah gentleman's agreement blah 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 like i'm like after he explains it like i agree to this and then come to find out like i don't have to i think i i think definitely going into knoxville like now that i know exactly like what this means like i'm not going to be doing that like my goal win or lose is to just play all the rounds that I can because I enjoy doing it. Um, And I know that when I like made the agreement, I was no longer playing my game. I was very much playing to try to tie. Yep. That's yeah, exactly. And, and I feel like I definitely made mistakes because I wasn't playing to win at that point, which I think of of all the games that I played, that's probably the one that I'm really like sitting and thinking about and and like legit like 
sort of like really pisses me off um, that that I did that. Actually, now that you mention it, it's I have sort of have like seen and had happen to me like a similar sort of thing in Go, where it's like you'll be going through the battle or whatever, and your opponent's going like, "I'm lagging." They'll say to you, "I'm lagging," and I'm gonna mm-hmm. I'm going the fuck do you want me to do about it like <laughs> yeah i'm like they're like oh i'm lagging right now and like i always like like i one of my one of the regionals my opponent uh said to me like um do you mind if we just restart the battle with the same leads and i'm what? like no i'm like no we need to finish the battle i'm like if you quit the battle you lose and they're they're like i've said even at the last regional that happened to one of my opponents they're lagging they said, oh, I'm lagging right now, whatever. And I'm like, dude, just finish the fucking battle. And once it's over, we will call the ref over to take a look at the footage. Like, how do I know what's going on on your, on your phone? Unless it's, unless it's very obvious. But even then, like, unless it's like you're literally like full farming them down and like they are not moving. Okay, I could see a scenario where you might just – agree to restart the battle fresh okay like like they're they're slamming like you their could finger you could hear phone. them tapping on the yeah. phone and, and you're like, literally exactly. like farming you're farming them down from full health i mean right they would never let you farm them down okay that's one thing but when your opponent's like oh i'm lagging or something and then you're like it's i'm in the middle of the battle to catch something and didn't <laughs> i'm in the middle of the battle and i'm focusing and they're saying stuff like that and i'm just like I've like this has happened to me a couple times where I'm like, you need to play the battle. We're not allowed to f- quit the battle. You need to play it out, and then once it's over, we will we will try to figure out what happened. Yeah, yeah. And like, never, never let, never try have to. You never have to agree to run the same leads or any of that shit. Whatever your opponent tries to um, get you to do or whatever, whether it's a yeah. good lead for you or not. I mean, maybe if it's a good lead for you, you might, you might accept it. But, <laughs> um, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, so there has been some scenarios where that's like the closest I've gotten to some sort of like agreement. But I always mm-hmm. tell people just like, just play at the battle and um, you have to deal with it at the end. So, yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, all in all, it was a good weekend. It was a lot of fun. Um I'm definitely uh, hoping for better luck <laughs> in Knoxville. Uh, Expl- it's not... Explain what happened, because this. So me and Matthew um, decided, like you know, since we're Team BTW, we're playing TCG. Yeah, uh, it's a very common thing for TCG teams to all play the same at least fifty-eight cards. You yep. know, some people will be like, "No, I really want to put this in there because I think it's better," or whatever. But in general, they play the same deck, 58 of the 60 cards exactly the same. Um, And the reason that happens is so that after the matches, you guys can get together and discuss what they played. Maybe they played a bad matchup and can give you advice for your next one if you come up across that. Um, So we decided on Charizard. Um a similar build to what uh, Azul won um, San Antonio with. Mm -hmm. Um, And 
we both felt good about it besides like my just general neuroticness of just like, oh my gosh, we need to change this. Or I need to, I, I don't know, you know, whatever. <laughs> um, I mean, even the night before we're setting up and like, I don't yeah, know. I don't, I, I was like, we need to figure out the tools. <laughs> like, yeah. But yeah. you were, you were pretty set on your, your choice, correct? Yeah. I was set, I was set on my, my choice as far as tools and stuff like that. And um, I don't think, I don't think I had a matchup where I was like, oh, I wish I had this one over that one. Um, mm-hmm. I felt pretty good with it. Um, mm-hmm. But just like in, in Go, you know, anything, you have bad matchups. Like you build a team and you know, like Lyle knew in Pittsburgh, if someone had a dragon, like it was going to wreck his team. Um, flying dragon. Flying dragon. Uh yeah. We knew going into it that Lost Tina, uh, Lost Gar- Lost Box Garatina was going to be one. It's is one of our worst matchups. The other yeah. one is like Goldengo, but n- I mean, no one's really playing it. And then Chim Pao was like another one I was really worried about because Chim Pao is a really really bad matchup for Charizard. Yeah. Um, but no, no, you just bossed the Bas- Cal- Bax Caliber. It's easy. Uh, you think so? You, <laughs> you think, think so? <laughs> it's it's not a very favorable matchup for Charizard, um, but uh, so my whole thing was like, man, we could do good as long as we don't hit a ton of Garatina. Mm-hmm. How many Garatina did you see out of all what nine rounds? One. And it wasn't a real Giratina deck. <laughs> so actually, did... Giratino, I don't think was in the deck. <laughs> <laughs> it was just a lost box. It was just a lost box. Uh, I I think I did. I played eight rounds because I know yeah. I watched your last round. Yeah. Um, and in like I after I had gotten because my la- I don't know if you want to consider my last round. I actually played. Uh, <laughs> because it ended after two turns, I just I just scooped because I was yeah. just so mentally frustrated. Uh, out of out of eight rounds, five of my rounds were against Garatina Lawson. Jesus, and <laughs> I am thankful that you took all of them your way. But man, that was not that was not fun to to hear. Or and I definitely know it was not fun being on the receiving end where you're like another it's... fucking Tina. It's terrible um, because you think – so, like, my first round was against Garatina. Mm-hmm. We tie. Right? Yeah. Um, You're like, we take those. Like, yeah, I take – you know, I he took a an easy game one because I couldn't get set up, and he just was able to cram around everything and, like, whatever. I scooped and was just like, let's go to game two because these tend to last a while. Mm-hmm. We go to game two. I end up winning game two, um, and uh, we start game three. We're about halfway, and then they call time. There was no way either one of us, we both had six prizes. There was no way in three turns, in any scenario, right? either of us were going to take six prizes. So it ended up in a tie. Um, going into round two, um, I think round two I won. Uh, was that the round I played Peter Griffin? I think, yeah. Um, I played a guy who lo- dressed up like Peter Griffin. 
Oh, okay. From Family Guy. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, and he was playing Lost Zone, and he clearly did not know how to play Lost Zone. Okay. Um, because the way he was playing it, he was just making, he was, you know, Lost Zoning cards that you don't Lost Zone, um, especially so early. Like, he was, you know, I had got off to a good start. Um, you know, he had a full hand, he had like, 13 cards in his hand and decides to rock sand me without putting a path <laughs> down. Um, so he limit, he, he shrunk his hand, shrunk my hand, but still let me be able to draw with Rotom. Right. <laughs> so, you know, like it, it didn't make like certain things like that didn't make sense. So I ended up winning that. Um, I won the first match and then we went to time in the second match and it, we just couldn't finish it. Um, which in this matchup, Game one is huge. Yeah. And Giratina? Yes. Because Lost Zone matches, just like in Guardi matches, take a long time. Yeah, there's so many actions they're, they're performing, yeah. right? It At average, expect round one to be 30 to 40 of your 50 minutes. Because I think mm-hmm. after round one of every one, when I asked Judge for time, it was like 12 minutes. Um, So it wasn't... So yeah. You, whoever wins the first one wins. Yes. So the one thing that I had to try and and I, I'm going to make that adjustment for, for Knoxville is if I'm too far in the game and I know like I've got to do so much to get this win, sometimes it's better to just scoop and go to the next round and start fresh than try and prolong the game to win Mm -hmm. because then if you don't win you have no time to try and come back you're done you're done yep because like at least if you scoop you can tie potentially yes yeah you have a a potential to tie or you can you know um try and get two more games in like what helps to get like like if i mean obviously them not drawing well would would help you but like you kind of need to get the Charizard set up like as soon as possible, right? You want to get the so here's the this is the crazy thing about Lost Zone is it has so many ways to attack you that if you act if you actually put out all your tech pieces, you bench lock yourself. Mm-hmm. So you well, need that's Rotom. To, Rotom. Yeah, you need Rotom to draw. That's what makes the deck consistent is drawing with Rotom. You need a Pidgeot so that you can quick search. You need, you technically should have two Charmanders on your bench uh-huh. so that you can, um, you know, get them ready and then use them to attack. And then you use your last, you know, bench spot for either like Manaphy, if you need Manaphy or Jirachi or whatever, or another Charizard or you know whatever the the matchup calls for and i found myself going oh shit this is giratina lost zone let me wait till turn two to see what i need to do and they discard a water and i'm like okay they're gonna go for a greninja play so i put down manaphy and then i see sableye and i'm like shit now i gotta put down jirachi and next thing i know i've got one bench spot (laughs) (laughs) and no zard set up (laughs) and my only zard is in the active 
Yeah. You know, I, I, I don't have a backup attacker set up. So, of course, they come in. They've got 10 in the Lost Zone because that deck can get 10 in the Lost Zone on turn two. And they start Requiem. And now I'm starting back over from date, like ground zero. And that's like, you don't want to be in that scenario. Um, and I just kept finding myself doing it over and over. And then as I'm doing it, like going, shit, I did it again. Shit, I did it again. But it's like, it's just like it was something in my brain that just went, Lost Zone, Mana Feet uh, for uh, Greninja, and then for um, Jirachi for, for Sable. Um, the other thing that I, um, I found out, I like I saw that I was doing was I was forcing certain cards in my deck because they were in my deck. Uh, so we play the celebrations Mew, uh, to help in turn one, find battle VIP pass or something that can help you get, you know, the Rotom on your bench or whatever you need to get set up. Outside of that, it's really not it, – it can't attack, and it's not really like a – that. it's not a good pivot piece because it has a retreat cost, you know. So pretty much outside of, you know, turn, a couple – like turn one or turn two, and just like for them an easy knockout, so now you can start doing like 210. Um, it really doesn't have any purpose after that. <laughs> Uh, and I was finding myself wasting resources and seeking out the Celebrations Mew to get on the going, okay, I need to get this out so I can get... Um, like a rare candy or something. A rare candy or a battle VIP pass. And then drawing into like three energies and two Pokemon. You know? So yeah. like where I could have use that turn okay well this is what i have let me deal with what i have here and then next turn i can just you know evolve this charmander and evolve this pidgeot and instead of just having one pidgeot and no charmander on the board and you know things like that so that was uh i think we talked about that in the car me and lyle talked yeah. about it um, like i was saying like i never use that mew unless it's in my starting hand it was in my starting hand, or if it's somehow convenient, but it rarely is. I'm not going to search my deck for the Mew. It's not yeah. going to happen. But I do have a, I do have an Entei in my build, which I do find myself searching for the Entei. But it's also, the thing about the Entei is it actually can attack. So I don't yeah. mind putting that in my active roster spot, because it can help me draw cards early, and I can do like early chip damage um, against their Pokemon. And also, the Entei gives them like a nice, easy two, two prize card to knock out, so that mm -hmm. when I actually bring my Charizard in, I can start like friggin' ramping up the damage a little bit too. So I don't I don't hate that, yeah. um, to be honest with you. I mean, I'm I'm old school with my builds on my Charizard deck, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So. I, I dig the Entei. I think having a secondary attacker, like there was a lot of situations where I was just tr utilizing Pidgeot, as mm -hmm. an as an attacker, mm -hmm. and I just wish that there was something that did more damage. I will also say is that um, I know like nobody's on the Bibberol train right now, but it does help a little bit if the scenario that Astro was talking about because 
you you you're saying you have two Pokemon on your bench, one to draw and one to search. Well, you only have one because you have the Bibberol. And secondly, um, you are able to play around uh, the Path of the Peak a little more flexibly, which mm-hmm. is a common thing that I know most um, Tina decks probably run about four paths, right? Yep, and I yeah. got hit with the Path of Iono <laughs> down to two for game, like, multiple times. Right. So if you have the Bibberold there, it does help you at least draw cards when they're trying to do their strategy of the Iono and Path and all that crap, right? Because mm. I, with my deck specifically, I'm running two Lost Vacuums as well as a couple um, stadium cards. So if I am able to draw some cards, potentially there's a way for me to like access ways to destroy, to get rid of the path. Um, yeah. That's the only thing I would say. Nothing crazy. But... Yeah. But yeah, it was a, it was a pretty, uh... I mean, it's your second regional. So I'm yeah. glad that you're starting to figure these things out. Like, I am looking at Drake of his right now. My first regional was Vancouver 2022. I finished 17th. Okay? Mm-hmm. My second regional was Toronto. I'm not counting NAIC because it's not a regional. Toronto 2023, I finished 49th. Okay? My third regional, Orlando 23, I finished 49th. So, and then after that, it went 13 Five, 33 at Worlds, second at Pittsburgh, 33 at Toronto, first at Charlotte. So, mm. I mean, seems like I'm getting more comfortable at these events. You yeah. you are, you like physically appear more comfortable yeah. than like the last time I saw you at a regional in Orlando. Like you were very like game face there. And this one, you seemed a little more like loose yeah i mean it's like it comes with the territory and like like i said i've been to three regionals this season i barely missed out getting points on toronto and that was like a miss like a little bit of a misplay by me and then the other two i finished second and first so i mean i think i'm having a pretty fucking good season yeah what do i I have to be stressing over right like what um, was your what was your um like preparation that you were doing uh saturday going into sunday like you knew you made top cut um what were you doing back at the airbnb nothing i mean it's funny because beach was talking to me backstage earlier like how he was i think he was talking to mormon matt in um port portland about how those guys are like matt more matt elite and me are always like scrimming and stuff together and he was saying like he was telling me like, oh man, I was up last night, like thinking like that you're you're gonna be scrimming like all night and like um, so I had to get some scrims in and stuff. That's what he told me, and I'm like, dude, I did not scrim once <laughs> for this match. Like I don't know, like oh I don't know what you want from me. Like number one, I already faced a team basically the exact same as his because it was basically the same team Buckeye was running, except with Buckeye had Shadow Swampert and he had wish cash mm-hmm. and then thirdly i've been running this team for over a month 
like, what do I need to scrim against? Like, I know the matchups very well. Like, there's nothing for me to scrim. It's not like this guy had a shadow Zapdos on his team, like some other crazy <laughs> that we know. Like, maybe if he had a shadow Zapdos, I would have done some scrims, okay? Yeah. But, I mean, I know how the Skarmory matchup goes. Um, you could have came in fourth place, too. I know. Damn. <laughs> Speaking of, uh, you know, you guys were saying tough matchups as well. Like, Skarmory is actually sort of an awkward Pokemon for my team. Mm-hmm. Not going to lie. And um, if I look at my... So, I had eight total matches over the course of the weekend. Um, and um, six of my matches... I mean, one of them was the same opponent. But six times, I faced a Skarmory. And every person but two, so also um, six times, uh, I faced a Gligar as well. Yeah. So, um, like, and basically all my, a lot of my opponents had, um, almost every one of my opponents had a Lickitung except for two. So there was like a lot of similarities. Um, every opponent did have a Charger Bug except for Tommy W. That was the most consistent Pokemon that I faced. It was Charger Bug, apparently. Actually, no, Dune didn't have a Charger Bug either. So I only, f- I never faced a Pokemon, the same Pokemon, more than six times um, because there was some variety on people's teams. But uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. I don't know how much else to say. How uh, How was it? Uh, feeling like actually finally conquering that that last beat and and winning the thing. Well, you can go watch um, if you really want to. <laughs> uh, Rise to occasion. Um, Chris, uh, very nice guy, made a wonderful YouTube video that's about four minutes long, and it's basically my final battle of the tournament. And um, you'll just see me like getting pretty friggin' pumped up um, when I f- saw that he had the Lickitung in the back. I was like, because I I don't know. It was more relief than anything. I'm not going to lie. Like, Dude, we're sitting there and all of us are just going, just wait till he sees the, the Lickitung. Like, just yeah. wait. And then like, like, as, soon as, as soon as it put out, we're like watching your facial I, put, I stood up, I put my backpack on and walked over <laughs> to the stage. <laughs> Yeah, like, I mean, I I don't know. Like, you know how it is. Like, you always doubt yourself until you do something, right? So yeah. I was just trying to, like – because, like, in my head, I could I could picture myself losing, but I couldn't picture myself winning. But I was trying to just, like, put that out of my mind and not think about it and just literally focus on playing the battle because, like, I know I that I know how to do that. And it's, like, it was, like, kind of a mental block that I had to kind of push through. Yeah. Um, and like the fact that like the tournament was going later and later and we had like such a long drive as well was like stressing me a little bit. So, <laughs> yeah. But I told uh, you not no, to stress. No, no interview. No, I, I mean, you can tell me not to stress ride. about it, but it was, it's still weighing on me slightly. So like, um, I really just wanted to just, you know, make sure it was worth it basically. Like, you know, I felt like if I didn't win, 
that I would also be letting you guys down a little bit. So I didn't I didn't want to do that either. So there's some there's some people talking before your match and they're like, Yeah, man, like this is you know, this is gonna be a tough one. Probably go you know, four or five, and we're like, No, three oh. It says this That's is three oh. Three oh. Well, like I felt like uh what was it, Mickey uh from Rocky at mm-hmm. one point because I could tell he was getting stressed out about like the 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 car ride thing. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. and he messages me from backstage, and I just wrote, "Just win." Yeah, like which also stressed me out a bit. But don't think <laughs> about it. Don't think about anything else. Just win. Um, um. Yeah, like basically, my thought processing. The reason I think like it could have easily gone like sideways, but what? I went in with the mentality that I was going to take some some calculated risks early on in the grand finals since I already had the advantage of, like, I could still afford to lose once, right? He would mm-hmm. have to beat me six times, which I felt like was unlikely. So I went into the grand finals, like, trying to be a little aggressive with my line decisions. And once that kind of worked in the first game, it sort of just kind of snowballed from there. So, um, actually, that kind of reminds me of something. Um, I guess now that you're not sitting in front of <laughs> the guy that you beat, being asked this question, um, but you had mentioned that going into game one of of the grand finals. You brought in one Pokemon specifically to get him to not bring certain uh, something with the Glide. He was playing scared of Gligar. Well, he played he played uh, Frostlass Skarmory all three games in the winners finals. So right. I just and I was playing like I was like really dis like early on I was like super disrespecting Poliwrath. So I figured that. Um, he might like try to change something up and bring a Pokemon that he hadn't brought yet. And um, I, I was talking to pocket backstage and basically I said, I'm going to lead the Gligar game one. And he said, he just basically asked me if I feel, if I feel it. Well, he didn't say, he said, do you smell it? And I said, <laughs> and I, said I smell it. And that was kind of how, how it all transpired. Yeah. Um, but was that, was that more of a mind game situation? Yeah. Where you knew you could win the match, like you can win whatever or had a good matchup, like going or lead, but you knew he was kind of playing that whole last round against you scared of Gligar. I figured he might try because the teams that I was running were like not very not the strongest to Polyrath and like uh, like because I was playing a lot of Vigoroth and stuff. You ran like double normal in the back. <laughs> I ran like Wishcash double normal. Like yeah. okay, please don't have Polyrath on your team this game. <laughs> right. <laughs> but like I felt like I had to play like those Pokemon to play neutrally into like everything else on his team except Polyrath. So yeah. That's kind of why I made that read that um, I would 
I figured like, hey, like let's see if I can catch catch them off guard here because if I do, which is exactly what happened, then I'm in a really good spot because mm-hmm. then I've just completely like thrown everything that he's trying to make adjustments for um, like on its head, right? Like, yeah. and then from that point, it's I can go back to the original strategy I had and not and and like i mean if he doubled down on the polyrath maybe he could have done something but i'm pretty sure i led the azu in like the third i like i was bringing azu a lot too so mm-hmm. it's not like i was playing that like i don't know anyways long story short it was just kind of like a gut feeling um mainly and then it kind of worked out because he was really scared of the gligar like even in the third game like he thought the gligar was in the back or else I wouldn't have pivoted out of the the Azu. But I I was just thinking like I don't want him to farm me down, and I was fine with um, getting Vigoroth on the charge bug later if need be because I could still get to move on my Azu later as well. So mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. That last game we're sitting down and it was charge bug. One of it was. Was was it his charger bug or were you charger bug? No, he you had charger bug and like it was. I switched my Lickitung into his charger bug after shielding the mm-hmm. lead for switch, and then he just stayed in because he thought I was trying that he thought like he was thinking like he would never give up alignment unless he had two answers to charger bug in the back. Yeah, so that happens and. Everybody starts to notice that he's staying in, and Dino mm-hmm. just goes, "He thinks there's Gligar in the back. Yeah, he's got this one. He thinks it's Gligar." And then Kyle's like, "He thinks he has Gligar." <laughs> <laughs> Kyle's like at the table. They both yeah. realize, like everybody's <laughs> just like, "This is it. He won. He won. He won." <laughs> and like as soon as like everyone like realized it, then it actually happened, and it was just like fireworks. Like everyone like. You could look at his face and you just saw when Vigoroth came out, like, just, like, his whole, like, demeanor just, like, slumped. It was just, like, oh. I mean, some people were bringing the – some people weren't risking it. Like, Beach wasn't risking bringing the Lickitung versus me because he knew I was bringing the, the Vigoroth. But yeah. Buckeye, he brought the Lickitung all three games versus me. He was mm. just trying to play the avoidance game and – it's, it almost worked for Buckeye too. So like those that game with Buckeye was also really close. Um, yeah. mm-hmm. The third game, it came down to the third game, and like two my two mud bombs KOing his his Azu. So um, like uh, again, lots of really close games. And um, although I will say one final parting note, I would have it would have been nice to battle Kyle Throws in the winter finals instead of Doombug. But uh, I guess I can't complain since I won anyways. But um, <laughs> there was a, there was an opportunity because Kyle throws battled Dunebug um, the round when I was battling Buckeye. Yeah. And if he had a one, then we would have paired in the in the winners finals of our group with mere teams because I recommended him to run that team this weekend. So, oh yeah. <laughs> yes, he didn't really he have a team, and I said I've been using this team for for like months and it like a month and it's really solid. So yeah. he goes, he goes, I think I did pretty well for running a team I've never used before. 
<laughs> yeah, and he hasn't been playing much Go either. Like he hasn't been streaming and stuff. So like I yeah. think he he's always done pretty well at the regionals. So yeah, I mean, if he just put in a little bit more effort, he could he could maybe win one too. Yep. Um. All right. Um. I don't think there's anything. No. Nothing else to say really, other than like, can't wait to meet everyone in um, Knoxville soon. Yeah. And, uh, you know, let's see how it goes. Try to try to get some more uh, points, and hopefully, um, Astro and Matthew can make their first ever regional day too. That's that is that's the, plan. the goal. <laughs> and uh, if you see us, uh, please make sure to ask me if I have like some type of granola bar or something in my bag, because mm-hmm. I definitely think the mental fatigue was enhanced by the fact that we didn't have time to eat breakfast. Yeah. Uh and that I didn't I didn't have time to eat lunch. Yeah. So mm-hmm. yeah. I feel that. I remember after eating that McDonald's, I was ready to go again. I know. You got your second win and you're like, yep. let's play. Let's play. <laughs> so all right. Um I don't have the thing in front of me to do the ending. Oh wow. I you know what? I don't have it either because we've just been talking this whole time. What thing? The thing with everybody's names on it. Um, oh my god! Thank you, everyone. <laughs> we love everybody. Um, we love all of you. Um, thank you all for the support and everything. Thank you to Lyle Jeffs the Third for coming on the podcast. I Anytime. I remember I got in the car and I looked at him and I was like, "You don't have to come on if you don't want to." I was like, <laughs> "Nah, no big deal. No, ain't no thing." So, yeah. Um, are we still on a partner push? Lyle. Oh, my Twitch. Yeah. 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 Well, yeah. I'm. I am. Didn't only stream once this week, but yeah, we are trying to do a partner push. Me and Evan, two okay. BTW network. Uh, Evan seven 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 one three, the the regional fourth place champion. Yep. Um. Yes. Both of us. Yep. Uh. So make sure you check the show notes and follow them. Uh. And sub use your Prime sub or whatever. You can use it on us, but we'd rather you use it on them. Um. Help them get to uh their goals there. Um. Other than that, we should be back with everyone next week. Yeah. Um, to just kind of uh, talk about uh, Knoxville, uh, Paldean Fates drops on Friday. Um, Shit. I, again, uh, like I was saying before when we discussed it a couple of weeks ago, this is a very, it's not a very good, it's a collector set, but it's also a very good set for beginners to purchase because it does have all the necessary cards and the popular cards. It has Iono. It has Charizard. It has Judge. Oh, it's Charizard? got all. Oh. Yes. Um, I was going to say quickly, if you do like pack openings, be sure to drop by the Discord because I'm sure Rogue and Dino are going to be popping some packs yeah. on uh, Friday, if you know what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah. For so, sure. <laughs> it, is, it is definitely... Um, like I said, it's a collector set. There's not really anything in there that's like going to change it. There's nothing like meta for it or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it does have a lot of those cards that uh, are being used on a on a regular basis. Gardevoir is in this set. Squawkabilly, Mew, you know, those mm-hmm. kind of things are all there. Uh, so 
yeah, uh, make sure you uh, pick some of those up uh, this weekend, and hopefully you get pull some good ones. If you uh, pull a full art judge or a full art penny, please tag me uh, or me or Matthew. <laughs> 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 and we'll decide whether or not the other deserves to, yes. to get notified. Well, I, I want I I want the judge a little more than the penny. So okay, okay. Uh, but yeah, all right. Well, that's it. Thank you all for listening to the BTW Beginner to Winner PVP podcast. Until next time, good luck and get good. I've got to. I've got to stop the pause. <laughs> I'm not used to, I haven't had to do this in forever. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. This Mother's Day, treat mom to healthy, glowing skin with Osea's limited edition skincare sets. Osea has been making clean, seaweed-infused products for nearly 30 years. Their advanced eye care duo brightens and firms skin around your eyes, while the Golden Glow Body Trio nourishes and smooths skin all over. Go to oseamalibu.com and use code MOM for 10% off your first order site-wide.